Good morning. Good morning. Java Delight will uplift you. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Grab your coffee. Stay tuned. This show is about to begin. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brandon Croucher, CEO of Delight Cafe. I am here with the one, the only. Her name starts with an I, ends with an E. She has all the vowels that you need to make happy. <laughs> Her name is Hi, sweetie. How are you? Hi, hi, hi. I am so good. How are you guys doing today? Oh, doing well. How's everybody else doing? How's your day going? How's Africa uh, yeah, by the way, did you see that Africa is leading the cannabis industry right now in that article I just sent? I did. Like My 100. House is open. My house is open. I've got room for everybody. Just buy an airplane ticket, bring food money. You're more than welcome to come smoke all you want. I think it's funny because $7 billion, that is a big number for the cannabis industry. Um Oh, Elsa, my back is so tight. I did not sleep well last night. Like my back is tight. My legs are tight. My head is thumping. Like, how do you feel right now? I feel like I'm like, I don't want to say getting sick, but it feels like I'm starting to like hurt. I think it's your body telling you to, you need to slow down. Oops. Beep. That was a scary yeah. word. <laughs> that was, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it just came out. There's more room on the out than there is on the in. Yeah, see, see. <laughs> I think it's your body telling you that you need rest. He, Brandon uh, actually did stretch. We, oh, I watched him stretch. Yeah, you told me you could see my top of my butt crack, which made me I laugh. So his butt crack. <laughs> I was stretching, and all of a sudden she goes, I see your butt crack. I'm like, no, I woke up. I've been stretching this morning, Mama Gotti. I've been, like, trying to move things around. I've been trying to, like, oh, it, I, Elsa was watching me. I have a roller that you, like, lay on and move and roll up and down and all that, and I was using that, and, oh. Let me tell you, nothing wanted to go in the right spot. It's like my whole body hurts, and I'm sitting here going, all right, Brandon, take a deep breath. You're going to be okay. And then Elsa's telling me, do these yoga poses. She's like, okay, do child's pose. I see your butt crack. I'm like, <laughs> do child pose because I want to see your butt crack. <laughs> right? Uh, try whiskey. I love that. Try whiskey. Um, it's because I was stressed the last few days and then moving mm. and everything else. And then the holidays are here. I got a call yesterday from somebody saying, Hey, I saw your Instagram post about not liking the holidays. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, it's not just me. There's a lot of people that don't like the holidays. It's not their favorite time of year. They don't want to be around family and friends and all these other things. You know, they just want to be, it, it's a trigger for them. So remembering that, yeah, it, it might not be you being able to go have fun with family and all that might not be in the in the cards for everybody. 
at all hot tub yoga is the answer that sounds yes, like heaven please it does that, that sounds like heaven like elsa watched me this morning i was stretching like i usually stretch but like my just tired it's how the day is gonna go i i i wanted to stay in bed i wanted to fall back asleep but you know what keep moving in the right way um show up smile put the best foot forwards and now no more complaining if anything you might see me stand up for the desk um but yeah so hot tub yoga is the answer hot tub time machine is a movie and I've, I've watched that before. Did you just pick your nose while no, answering me? <laughs> you full on look like you were like a whole finger up there. You're like, I don't know. Let me think about that one. No. I'm like, Elsa. I'm changing my mind. Leave me alone. <laughs> You're like, I'm changing your mind. What are you doing? Using your finger to turn your brain around? Like, oh, it's look at manual. this. Like a bar. My That's mind's fun. manual. You have to do it with a finger. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me shift, shift gears. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Mandy Atterbury says, hello, y'all. Hi, sweetie. Um, we were talking before the show, the people we haven't seen in a little bit. We haven't seen like Sharon McQueen in a little bit. Uh, we haven't seen um, Shauna Jones. Um, what's the one that uh, I said? Yeah, Minister Jane. She Minister hasn't shown Jane. up in a while. I think they're there. They're just watching in the background. But if you're not, if you are, guys, do us a favor. Say hello. Don't forget to hit the like button. Hit the share button. Help us spread positivity. And let's keep moving. I need a brisk walk. I uh, Brit, my brisk, my I still can't get it. My Brit, my brisk walk uh, was walking. <laughs> from the bedroom to the kitchen to get myself a hot tea. And I'll tell you what, that was a lot. It, I felt that, like it was like, you ever have a day like that? So, I all right. I have so, had a couple of days like that. I, it's, it's right before the holiday, I know that. It's moving this weekend, it's no rest for the weary, blah, blah, blah. It's just keep moving in the right direction. What did you think of yesterday's guest? Oh. <gasps> I am in love with that woman. We had such a nice chat afterwards with the sexual trauma and all that. So anybody who needs to heal that, please reach out to her. She's amazing. Um, I'm going to post her poem. She wrote a poem, a very, very beautiful poem, um, after being raped herself. So it's just, it's such a, it's a mind-blowing poem. And I really want to share it with 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 our viewers because I think it says exactly how you feel after being violated like that. So it's, it was an amazing show. She even went as far as uh, she didn't just post it on her social media and her Instagram and Facebook and that she actually went as far as she joined our discord channel. Um, one of our mods throw the discord link up there. So that way anybody who wants to join discord, cause Mandy Adbury is asking me, what do you want me to do for the show tomorrow, Brandon? So, Mandy, you're supposed to pick the song, and then we're going to sing it. You're going to be karaokeing for us. You're going to be like, oh, baby, I love to sing. I, that's just me making up words. <laughs> but, like, like we are going to have fun. We're going to be playing games. We're going to be entertaining. Uh, tomorrow we have a fun show planned, and we're going to be in, and having just a good conversation. We're going to start the day. A lot of people are home. Thanksgiving is is a holiday that some people are going to be home watching the parade. 
not me. I'm never a parade fan, <laughs> but if you want to do your thing, but if you want to join us, please do. We'd love to have you at the cafe, just enjoying it, having a good time and just laughing and sharing some goodness with us. Hey, Kev. Love you, buddy. Good to see you, my friend. Um, Today, we have a whole lot of things happening because we have our regular show. We have a guest coming up in a little bit. And then this evening, we have a double whammy of shows. We have The H mm. and Victor Tango both going to be going at once. And so I'm what's cool? Be there. I'm going no, you're to not. Be no, you're not. For some reason, wait, let me tell you this fun story that happened to me this morning. I woke up and I thought I'm going to just post the show on my Facebook and everything and I've been restricted because somebody reported me for something yeah, that tell I me on the 3rd of June like seriously people wait I you did something on the anything. Uh, oh, we're going to do Jackbox at, tomorrow yes someone yes. went on my Facebook went down on my Facebook to the 3rd of June and reported a comment that I put there underneath a uh, a, a meme and they actually banned me i can't do anything on facebook for the next 24 hours and i haven't been banned in so many years so i'm sad I, and upset here's where my confusion comes in what did you do that deserves a ban like i i have to be honest i've never ever been banned and i i tell me i'm crazy tell me i'm whatever i i just You're i don't know it's just no, I don't do anything. I don't post. I don't go political. I don't go religious. Um, but like if somebody, I. Does, I think that it's because people know that if you say something to me and somebody doesn't like it, I don't have to say anything back. Uh, I've had multiple times in my life. Why did that do that? I want it to go on all the sites. Um, I, 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 but uh, I've had multiple, multiple times in my life where I literally am sitting there and somebody, I had a guy who I was best friends with his wife. They got married. They dated all of high school. I've known him for years. And then one day on Facebook years ago, he decided that he wanted to come at me on something. I don't remember what, exactly what it was, but he was being a dick and he was coming at me hard and I was doing something. So I didn't get a chance to go on my computer and respond, but I came back hours later <laughs> I have a message from him saying, you didn't have to send all your goons after me and all this. And I didn't do anything. I had no idea people were doing it. He, he unfriended me. He blocked me, everything, because he was rude and people told him he was rude. I went back and looked at it all. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like you were the idiot here. Like, don't blame my, my like people for standing up for me when I'm not even there to defend myself. You know, like people are weird. I also just blocked them. Like the other day, I posted a photo of me and Alri and this guy, the South African guy. Well, that's why we don't date them. Right underneath my photo. Tell her to talk to me. I'm like, tell who to talk to you. We don't want to talk to you. How can you just write that under my, I don't even know who you are. And when I said no, he goes like, why not? I'm like, I don't have to explain myself why I don't want to talk to strangers. And I had to block him. <laughs> Sorry, Brian's <laughs> comment made me laugh. I'll be your goon. I'm a good goon. Uh, but Bob has a good point here. He said, I had to block someone yesterday. I've had people tell me multiple times that when I block somebody, it's rude. You can just change the settings. You don't have to da 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 da. But here's my thing if I, all right, if I have a friend or a person, an acquaintance, and they cross a line and it's not comfortable anymore, the friendship's not the same as it was, I don't want to be triggered by your BS. 
I don't want to have something where all of a sudden you and I are going to blows just because of something stupid on social media. I can easily unfriend you and then I never know about it. I don't have to block you. I'll like, I just, is there a time when it is okay to block somebody? Yes. Whenever you feel like it, if somebody's Ooh. stepping over your boundaries and they, 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 they but, can't, they can't understand that everybody has an opinion. Then what's the use of having an argument with a closed-minded person? It's a waste of I, time. I wish I could answer that. I can't because the truth is like, like you can't argue with a closed-minded person. It's always okay to block someone, but Pansu says. But my thing is you can block somebody, but like later on in life, all right, if you see them and everybody is hunky-dory and you guys get along again and all that – is there a thing where you maybe are blocking someone for the wrong thing? Like all of a sudden somebody just says something, you're having a bad day, they're having a bad day, you don't even know about it, and you block them because they reported your ass for posting something back in June. Yes, you block them, still block them. You, my block favorite part of this is, hold on, I, I have to get this out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my favorite part is, I asked Elsa, does she think she knows who it was that, that reported her? Who do you think it was, Elsa? My mom. <laughs> my, I, I had to take my mom off my Facebook as well because she used to report the things that she, if I would post a meme and she feel offended, she re, she would report me. And I'm like, listen, how can you report me if you don't like what I'm saying? I'm not you. You're not me. We do things different. So that was the last time, but that was about two years ago. So she's still blocked. So I don't think it's her unless she's got an... Uh, no, I'm joking. My mom's not that bad, guys. She's a nice person. We just don't get along. No, it's <laughs> nice not even... I... to other people. <laughs> my, I, I just thought it was funny because you were like, I think it's my mom. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I don't think my mom even knows you can report people on Facebook. So that made it even better for me. God, Mama Crouch. <laughs> don't do that. It's not... My mom doesn't watch the show. My mom has <laughs> hit a point in her retirement. It's kind of fun to see. My mom watches all these like old 1920s, 1930s black and white movies. And I swear to God, she does nothing else anymore. She, and my grandpa was that way. My grandpa, like when he retired, he had a chair and he would sit there, clean his guns and watch old, like <laughs> old war movies. And I'm like, what? Like, like I couldn't believe it. Now my mom watches all these like old love movies with like Frank Sinatra and all that. And I have to be Ooh. honest, they're cute. Some of them are like, you could see where movies are made from today. So it's adorable. <laughs> Mama Gotti's like, Brandon, you need whiskey. I, Mama Gotti, I do. <laughs> can you see it? Like, I feel like you can see the sinus stuff in my eyes. Do you know what I mean? I need like, alcohol. Like, oh, like just bleh. So who is the most recent person you blocked and why? And I'm going to grab my hot tea while you tell me this. Okay, so the most recent person was that crazy dude that answered under my photo. Um... I haven't blocked anybody. I've, I've been good because I don't go out and, 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 and post a lot on Facebook or that. I used to, but I don't anymore. So I don't get reported or don't get into conversations, don't get into conversations with strangers so that I need to have, have to really? fight, fight for my opinion. No, I do other things. I'm not on my phone. You don't always. actually. Oh, my God. I have more strangers talk to me on social media. Like dead serious. No. They want to talk to me. I don't talk back. I talk to the people I know. I won't just talk to strangers. It takes a long time to build a relationship with me where we'll have a conversation over WhatsApp or 
or anything. Otherwise, if they message me, I go like, I don't even know you. I've known you like two years or, or a year and I've spoken to you twice and now you want me to jump and send you a message. No, I mean, are they asking for nudes? No, most of them ask if I'm single, which I don't even answer because it's got nothing to do with you if I'm single. If I wanted to date you, I would. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's not up yeah. to them on who you are on if you want to answer that or not. I just I, I, my favorite thing right now this morning is Bob blocked Brit. Why? Because Brit <laughs> Brit said no to going on a date with him. So Bob now blocked Brit. Um, Pansu says I got some Malibu for tomorrow. What are you excited Ooh. about for tomorrow? I want to ask that. Like tomorrow, even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, we're going to have fun time. We're going to have movies. We're going to, this community is going to rock tomorrow. And our guest, Melanie, yesterday, she came out of nowhere and was super excited, like coming in tomorrow. She's going to be here tomorrow. If I end up marrying her, just know she's one of my many wives. I have Il Ray in the back. <laughs> I have uh, uh, Betsy here in Ohio. That keeps my American card. Uh <laughs> She's in Dubai. Melanie's in Dubai. So, like, I, I, I'm trying to, like, make sure I get my United citizenship all over. But Do you really want that much shit? <laughs> I mean, so they, can, they can go date other people and be with other people. I'm not saying that. I'm saying <laughs> that, like, I just marry me so we have the citizenship. Could you imagine walking into any place in the world and you have citizenship? My dream. My dream. Yeah. No I just want to walk around. I, yeah, I want to watch. Oh, have you seen that movie, Nomads? I watched it on the plane I, recently. I have not. I have not. It, powerful. Powerful. And it's about, so it's an American-made movie. <laughs> it's completely all about the nomads and how these people have lost their jobs. They have lost their careers. They've lost their families. They have nothing. And they're living out of their cars. And then they go from location to location just helping each other out and surviving, finding small jobs and stuff like that. I'll be honest. It was, I, I'm on an airplane sitting next to people going, Oh my God. The guy next to me can goes, you Hey, can you quiet down? I'm trying. <laughs> can I hide when I cry? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Can you? I can't. I've got that crying face. I look horrible. Everybody can see I'm an, that I'm sad. <laughs> I'm an cry. ugly crier. I am an <laughs> ugly crier. Ugly crier. Like, oh, oh. oh, that's true. That's so true. But I wanted to know about like tomorrow. It's Thanksgiving Day and I'm I'm going to be here. I'm going to go to my parents' house for like the dinner and all that. But I'm going to be here with you guys. I'm going to have. All right. So my drink is I'm going to have F and cucumber vodka. So I will be drinking with you guys tomorrow. What would be what is your drink? What is your thing? What is your thing you're excited about? I'm excited for sweet potato yams. I'm I'm excited for my mom makes pretzel jello. Do you know what pretzel jello is? I don't. Oh. So okay, you have to show me. Okay, so pretzel jello is the bottom is all pretzel, and then it's like whipped cream and then jello on top. So what happens is the jello with strawberries and fruit on top all gets cold. And it freezes, but you have to pour it really slow. So that way, when you're eating it, you have the crunch of the pretzel and the salty of the pretzel with the sweet of the jello and the fruit. And the, oh my God, like Ooh, Elsa, like one million percent delicious. My family's made the joke. Like, so usually my aunt makes it and they're like big like that, like a huge tray, a big tray full of it. They make two of them, one for me and one for everybody else to share. <laughs> oh, Mama God, he says whiskey. 
Mama Gotti, we've got you whiskey. Whenever we go on anything for the light, we're going to buy Mama Gotti some whiskey. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's not a holiday in Canada, yeah. but isn't Friday Boxing Day? Is it Black Friday? So it's Black Friday in the U.S., but in Canada, they have a holiday called Boxing Day. And if I, I, I could be wrong on this. I want you to know I'm, I'm learning and I want to learn about everybody's culture and all that because that's why we're here. Brian says he's driving 800 to a mile tomorrow while Jeannie says she's going to send me nudes. I mean, Jeannie said nudes. Mine are a whole ass marriage proposal. I love that. Like, I have to laugh at that because I have, I had that recently. Yesterday, I had a girl, like, messaging me, and I thought she was a bot. So I had a lot of fun picking on her. And then I realized she's actually a human. Like, if this is a bot, she's answering questions that a bot wouldn't answer. So I'm laughing and having fun, and she's like, you know, you're actually funny. And I'm like, okay. She goes, I don't like talking to strangers on social media, but like, you're cute. And da 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 da. I go, are you gonna send me your link to like your OnlyFans now? And she goes, no, that's that's wrong. Why would I have one of those? And I'm like, oops. <laughs> I, and I wasn't even trying to talk with her. It cracked me up because I'm like, who the fuck are you? That like, why are you messaging me like this? Like, I don't know you. I don't know where you're from. Um, I don't feel your full commitment to the idea of marriage. Happy wife, happy life. Big job, buddy. More than one, even, well, even just one. So I love where you're at on that, Mama Gotti. Happy wife, happy life, right? But happy house, happy spouse. I also heard that one. I like that one. And I, but I, she's also, I get where Mama Gotti's going. She's like, hey, Brandon, let me help you with this. You could do all you want and marry all the women all over the world, but you should respect marriage and only be marrying one person at a time, not every single woman around the world. <laughs> it's marriage, divorce, marriage, divorce, not marriage, 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 divorce, divorce, divorce. So you have to do one and then end. You can't just marry all of them and then divorce them at the same time. But it'd be a lot more affordable. It's like get buying in bulk. <laughs> Yo, do I get a price? <laughs> Cheap price for the when you call the lawyer for the divorce paperwork. <laughs> when you call the lawyer. Yeah. Like, hey, so I have to get divorced from nine women right now. Do you think you could help me out? Maybe give me that discount thing. Too funny. Too funny. I love it. So, Ilsa, you have a game for us. I do. I do. Because the music trivia show was so good the other day, I thought we can just carry on with that. <laughs> you crazy squirrel. I love that. <laughs> Mama Gotti makes me so happy. She makes me laugh. Uh, group rates. I agree. See, imagine a group rate for marriage too. Like I, I, I'd even be reverse Mormon. Okay. So if like these wives are married to other people, like let's use Melanie from yesterday. Melanie, if you're watching. So, um, <laughs> hi, Dubai wife. <laughs> hi, yeah, like, hi, hi, my Dubai wife. But like, if, if she has somebody go be with him and I'm going to be here, but we get to split our citizenship. And that's the thing is I've never been to Dubai. How much fun would it be to go to Dubai? And then imagine if she wants to marry the other guy, go marry him. That means he has to keep you happy 365 days a year. And I only get you one day a year on leap day. <laughs> And it's like for a fast breakfast. <laughs> Bye. Right? And I think taxes would be better too if I have that many wives. Like, isn't that like you get better taxes when you like tax breaks when you're married? So Mama could you Gotti, imagine? Mama Gotti is asking, isn't that poly, poly, polyamorous? 
is it is is it that poly is that polygamy is that what they call it where the, the guys have about 20 wives polygamy yeah it, but the thing that. is hold on it, i want to clarify that it's not just uh a guy marrying 20 girls it's like he'll marry one and then to keep their marriage going they'll if he meets somebody else him and his first wife have to agree to this other wife and then she gets her own house and he goes and spends nights in each house and they have to get used to it. Right? Like they, a bargain to me. Right? I'm like, they actually have a... Like, just go the, to the other house, please. I don't have time for you today. Yes, polygamy B. Thank you, Jeannie. See, Jeannie's here. She's helping me out. Between her and Mama Gotti, I'm going to become the best polygamist ever. I'm going to be the <laughs> feminist polygamist. <laughs> That's a good that one. Give me your name. That give me your name. Right. Dubai is the only place I've ever ice skated. I have to be honest, that's kind of a unique thing. Like, I, I, I didn't know what was going to come with that. Okay, hey, curious. Is everyone watching this on Facebook or YouTube or some other way? Uh, I have it playing on YouTube in the background, but I go on Facebook before the show and I give it a like and all that. So that way everybody's able to click it and see that there are other likes. And then I go to Facebook or YouTube and I like it. Uh, after the show, I do upload every episode. So if you ever miss an episode... You can actually go to Spotify. You could go to Google Music. You can go to Apple Music. You can go to any. Sorry. Oh, I'm reading. Any I'm free. Panda's comment. Sorry. No, you're fine. I thought I was going to get sick to my stomach and I didn't want to do that live on air. I told you I'm not feeling 100%. Like I had to hold my breath there for a second. Um, polygamy is when you have sex with multiple people. Uh, not a relationship or marriage. What's the one that's, is it Mormon? Isn't that just a normal relationship in today's time? Oh my God. That's, that's a normal a great relationship. Point. Uh, exactly. I have, people do that. I have, I, I, I haven't figured out how to get from here to YouTube. All right. So here, ready? Watch this guys. The problem with polygamy, if you have seven wives and each has five kids, uh, yeah, with relationships, the dude, <laughs> Uh, relationship with multiple people are polyamory. I didn't know that. Polyamory. Polygamy is marriages. That dude poisoned me. <laughs> oh, buddy, if you aren't well, we would understand if you need to lay down. I, I love you, Mama Gotti. I'm here because I love you guys. And truth be told, I know we're going to be fine. I'm going to get there. If I have to lie down, I will. I, I really will. I promise. Uh, I, I, I don't want to complain about it. I want to put it in a positive way. But so now that I am the first ever feminist polygamist, I I just want to point out that it's going to be a lot of fun for everybody, and we're all going to get to see all my wives. Uh, but the thing is, which wife do I marry first? Do I go to Mexico and marry one of Fernando's cousins? Do I go Why don't to you just marry Fernando? Oh, Box Day is December twenty sixth. I saw that. We've I saw that got Boxing Day in South Africa, then, because right after Christmas, we've got on the 26th, they've got Boxing Day. What is Boxing Day? I think it's where you go give all the shit gifts back what the people bought to you. It's like you go and return all the shit they bought and they call it Boxing Day. It's like, just take that crap back. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so here's what I did, guys. This, why are we only marrying women? I, that's true. Yeah, I, look, if. Sexist. 
you know what, Fernando, the minute you show up today, you will be my first male marriage. I don't promise we're going to consummate it, but please know I will marry you. I love you. Great day. CK Ford is here. Happy Wednesday to you, Ilsa and Hi, Brandon. CK. Ilsa, because he's coming, because he is coming here. <laughs> She's right. And I, why are we only marrying women is because I, 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 I'm sorry. I have nothing. I, <laughs> I have sorry. nothing. I, I did, didn't mean to offend anyone. I'm sorry about that. Um, but no, it's it's a fun thing because it's just silly. Like I'm not really marrying. Like like he might want you to promise you won't. That's true. I don't know. Fernando might be the best kisser I've ever kissed, but I won't know that because we both have a beard. And I was married once to a girl, a woman with a beard. It's not fun. <laughs> I have nothing. Do you guys want to do a music quiz? They just get branded out of this one. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's start the music quiz. Who released the song called Lips of an Angel? Let's see who can get that one. Isn't that Aerosmith? No. Same, same genre, kind of. Thing. Yeah. Lips of an Angel. Okay. Um. Yes. I love you guys. Uh, lips of an angel. Lips of an angel. Lips of an angel. Brandon's uh, mom. <laughs> Fancy has not. Brandon's mom. <laughs> oh, I got Brandon's enough. Mom. My mom. Mom. My mom. mom. Being in a bromance with Bullwinkle relieves that marriage stress. Yeah, and Bullwinkle doesn't talk back. All he wants is to fill him up. You know how sad I am today? So you know you get your Facebook memories. So okay. three years ago, I went to the toy run. So four years ago, I went to to the toy. Three years ago, I went to the toy run, which is a annual bike um, rally that they've got just before December, um, where they take toys and everything, and everybody comes and they give it to the um, uh, underprivileged children. So the first yeah. year I went, I said the next year I'm going to go with my bike. So the next year I bought my bike, my purple bike, went to the toy run, and today I can't even share my memories of my bike because I'm restricted on Facebook. <laughs> I had a purple you can bike. share them tomorrow, can't you? No, they take them away. You can't share that. You have to share them on that day. So I can't even share them. Because I, I had a purple bike, a Triumph, triple. I feel like I'm confused. You had a purple bike. I don't know. My favorite is Hinder. Is this a new dating ah, app? It's like Tinder and Grinder no, combined. No, that's the answer to our question. Nice, Mama. Oh. Got it. it was Hinder. Oh, I didn't get that. That was my fault. Uh, Hinder, Lips of an Angel. Well, Boxing Day originally started in England. It is the it is the day rich people from give their stuff staff a small token in a box. Really. I did not know that. I did not know that. I, 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 that sounds kind of condescending in my eyes. Oh, well, let me just give you a. I was thinking the same thing. Like, just keep you a piece. Like, it's not me being mean. It just seems rude. Like, I'd rather get you something because I like you, but whatever. Um, so for Miss um, Jeannie, here is the link you would tap just to be able to go to the YouTube page and you could subscribe and follow us. By the way, guys, we are at 395. We are five away from being at 400. If we get 400, we get to dye Brett's beard tomorrow on air pink. So please help us. Oh, you're going to do the zebra? Purple and pink? Yes, you have to do zebra. So guys, help us. Like, so... 
like Miss Jeannie, go click that that link, share it to your friends. Guys, this is where Brandon, can you play that last video I sent you for everyone? I will get ready for it and look at it. Uh Elsa is gonna go into the next question. The next question. Michael Jackson starred in what 1991 Sega game? That's tough. 1991 Sega game. Sonic no. the Hedgehog. No, no, but, but oh, Panda knows these games. <laughs> I like Panda's a gamer. He's going to know this. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> what was the answer? The answer is Moonwalker. Oh, I didn't see that. I'm trying to find Oh, didn't you see that? I'm so sorry. I thought you see it. Yeah. Uh, um... So oh. it's not yet. My English is low class today again. No, you're fine. <clears throat> okay. All right, so you ready? Get another so, one, yes. Give me another one. Here we go. One, which U.S. state does Stone Sour come from? Stone Sour? Yes. I don't even know what a Stone state. Sour is. Stone Sour is a band. Oh, then I'm not going to have anything on this one. I didn't even know they were a band. What kind of band are they? Like heavy metal, rock, porn? Yeah, I think more like a grungy um, punk kind of thing, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong. Anybody can help me out. But I think Stone Sours is that kind of music, like rock. Hmm. Not heavy, heavy metal. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Is that the answer? No, no. Minnesota's wrong. I, I don't even know it then. I have no so clue. I hardly know it. <laughs> Panda's rhyming. All right, you ready? So Miss Jeannie takes care of dogs, and she loves dogs, and she has been using delight to be able to help the dogs calm down. This poor dog saw a cat for the first time ever and watched his reaction. He, he had a huge reaction. He freaked out for 30 minutes, she said. Oh, there's no sound. Sorry. Look at his pretty face, Doggo. I love Doggo. <laughs> oh, that thing so over there. Cute. That thing over there scared the hell out of me. It's smaller than me. It's furry. It, it meant meow instead of woof. Oh, see? Oh, Shane, oh, he's so traumatized. He is. You can see, like, yeah. the poor dog. He's scared of cats. It's a doggo. Uh, can you hear him? I hear him breathing. That poor dog sounds like he is just Shame. like, yeah, he's, he's shocked. Stone shower. I hardly know her. That's funny. <laughs> uh, the house staff also get to share the leftovers. What? That sounds so condescending. I did not know that. I was actually telling we we picked TJ up from the airport, so we're driving. So this is now Sorry the about first that. time. He's, this is now the first time he's driving in South Africa, so it's on the wrong side of the road, and we get into the wrong side of the car as well. So everything oh. for us happens. We drive on the left side of the road, but our steering wheels are on the right side of our cars, where your passenger sides are. So that is well. Uh, so we're driving, and he goes like, "This is so weird <laughs> to see this." And I'm like, "Yo!" And he goes like, "Oh, you've got walls in South Africa." I'm like, "Yes." Oh my god, that was my favorite. He asked to go to a Walmart, and then you were like, "Well, here, let's just go to the local grocery store." And he's like, "You have those?" I laughed so yeah. hard when you told me that. He goes like, like "You wait. really don't have a lion." I'm like, "No, TJ, I don't have a lion. <laughs> I don't have a lion." I'm you don't have a lion. 
I you don't know. have a lion? I well, don't. this is now. I'm, I'm done. Goodbye. I've got shot. <laughs> Hello. My name's yeah. Gilda. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're finally having this conversation, though. So please know. I, I've been waiting to have this intervention. Whiskey. Oh, wait. I did the wrong eye. <laughs> That's it. so, Elsa. Next question. Go. I'm ready. I'm going to get this one. Make it one that a band I know. Okay. So we're going to choose one with a band you know. Let's go. And who's the lead singer of Smash Mouth? Uh, Fred Durst. See if you're right. Okay, apparently, uh, no, Fred Durst is Fred Durst is is, Lim, is it uh, Yeah, I did it all for the nookie. Come on, the nookie. <laughs> and, and, like, I think that's funny. That song became so popular, and no, Brian, nope, <laughs> that's all he said. <laughs> I could see him saying it like that, too. Nope. Oh, my, nope. Uh, so all right, lead singer of Smash Mouth is he looks like Guy Ferrari, Fiari. Is that the guy Fury? Is that the Fury? The guy He's the chef. The he, he did minute to win it. Yes, and he has the blonde okay. hair. Okay, looks like one of my ex-boyfriends. Bad, bad idea. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, don't do lead that singers, ever. lead singers have an alcohol problem. <laughs> uh, Smash Mouth, they broke up. That sucks. I didn't know they broke up. So Elsa, who is the lead singer? Nobody answered this one. Oh my Stephen gosh, Harwell. I don't even know that name. Neither do I. Like, I'm sorry. I just, like, I wish I could answer that. Uh, I met Guy Fiari at a truck stop in Iowa. Of all places to meet somebody like that, that's a weird one. All right. So let's, who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met? Like, you could say you talked to, shook their hand, everybody. I want people to write it in the comments and everything. Um, Mine will be that artist that we interviewed the other day, me and Eileen, for season two of Stone Daisies, Francois van Kook. So he's one of the biggest artists in South Africa, and we met him. And then all the bands, I think they're famous, the bands hang out with. <laughs> so, famous in our crowd. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't know them, but that's the thing is once they become famous like that, it's, you're not, yeah. Um, it's, it's just different. So wait, what was the answer to the last one? Steve Harwell? Yes. Yes. Steve Harwell. There you go, Mandy. Jeannie says it was Phil, Dr. Phil. Uh, I just said she met. I thought he was the lead singer. <laughs> I have heard Dr. Phil is an asshole. Jeannie, is he an asshole? I've he heard like it. An asshole. I've heard he's a conceited, self-centered asshole from many people. So anytime I've had the chance to meet him, I just didn't give two shits. Um, Pan Sue says he's never met any celebrity. While Stuart Lone Wolf goes, uh, "Hey B, I met Freddie Mercury," and I'm sitting here going, "Dang, well, I drop my drop." <laughs> yeah, uh, I have one. no right. I have no problem with drinking, LOL. Mama Gotti <laughs> says, no. What you've meant, Clint Eastwood, Bruce Willis, and and arrested John claude Van Damme? He didn't beat your ass? Like, that would be one I don't know if I'd want to arrest. Like, I heard that John claude Van Damme is a woman beater. I don't know how true this is, so please do not. But I heard that he beat his wife. 
I have no idea. I, and I don't want to Google that because I don't want it on my Google search history. No, I think that's not a fan a, of him. Nope. He can drop out of my, my list of non-movies I don't watch. Jeannie <laughs> uh, yeah. says he's a douche, very self-absorbed, but his wife was nice. And that's all I ever <laughs> hear about Dr. Phil. Wife nice, he's a douche. Uh, Dr. Phil seems like an asshole from what I've seen. And he's not even a real doctor. I want to make sure I state that really quickly. Uh, I met, whoop, where'd it go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? I met Lance Brown. Uh, he, he does sports. I, he's a sports guy. Wow. I, um, it's true. He did beat his wife. Brian says he, it's true. Um, the drummer in nine inch nails, Van Dam is a prick. Uh, Mike McKeel, uh, drummer from Three Dog Night. That's a good band too. I like that band. Um, that's a good band. You'd like them. I'm uh, write it down. Uncle Bob, thank you. Uh, and the guy from Red Dwarf. He played uh, the hologram. Hmm, I did not know that. I met him when he did jury at jury consulting. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I Tom Baker, Victoria Hayes, and the singer Simon Webb. Um, I, I just. I actually saw uh, Angela Bassett is going to be on a new TV show. Um, she's a she's a famous African American actress and all this. But what's fun about that is I met her. Go ahead. There's a there's a show that she played in that uh, I think it was nine one one or or some. Yes, that's exactly. Yes. The, yeah, that's her. Yes, they're I, I remaking know. it. They're remaking it. They're going to do a reboot of it, and she's one oh, of the wow. people leading it. Yep. Nice. So here's the fun thing about that is when I saw that, I tweeted the article and I tagged her and congratulated her on the reboot. And she follows Delight Cafe's Twitter. And it was nice because I know she didn't personally like like it, but I know her mm -hmm. assistant saw it and I've met her and her assistant a couple of times. And it's just, it's awesome. Um, it's yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He drove the, drove me and the bartender I worked with in his limo to his house with his drug dealer and bodyguard. He was bored. And when we didn't want to have sex and went to bed, that's funny. Um, I almost went. Yeah. Or Dr. Phil. Who are we talking about? Mama, Mama Gotti had Dr. Phil with Jean-Claude Van Damme. It was Dr. Van Damme. <laughs> Uh, I almost went to the big orchestra concert once. Once that that would have made a meet and greet with one of my favorite composers, Nobu Umastastu. Uh, but my parents ruined that for me. Bastards. I'm sorry, Panda. My parents uh, ruined that for me, so don't worry. <laughs> nobody could handle Doctor Phil. Could you imagine him? I picture him being a pervert too. Like, yeah, I also picture him being grabby and everything, and I'll just yeah, well, like selfish. He's a selfish lover. I picture Doctor mm. Phil being a selfish lover. He, 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 I think <laughs> he's in the same league as that Epstein. I'm not saying he is Epstein or did what Epstein does, but he looks like he's not like the same kind of person that don't want to be in a room with him alone. I. Yeah, Epstein's a whole nother level, though. Oh, yeah, um, I watch that. That scary shit. I watch that documentary. That is without going into politics, without going into any of that stuff. I do think it's. 
without going into politics and without going into everybody, because I don't know everything on this. I'm not, I'm learning and I really don't want to dive too hard into it right now. But that Rittenhouse guy that uh, during the protests, he shot three people and everybody's upset because he's underage and all these things. And he has an unregistered gun and things like that. I get it. Where I have my issue is everybody's up in arms about this, yet what's happening behind the scenes is what's not being talked about. So the Jeffrey Epstein, Jocelyn Maxwell trial picked their judge that's going to be able to do their, that's going to do the trial. And isn't it funny? She's a judge that was on the Epstein plane and has been to did the island. Anything, did you expect anything? Did you even know that they were picked? Did you even know they picked a judge? Most people don't. That because they always give you something to keep you busy. Yeah, they do the same in South Africa. They let money disappear and then they don't know what's going on here with uh, mayors that raped people and got elected again into mayorship and everything. So it's everywhere uh, like that. And that's the thing is it goes from the president, or the main leader, down to the people underneath at the Congress, the Senate. Then it goes down to the cities. And it goes to mayors and all that. And now it's getting into judges and police and all that. Like, it's just not innocent until proven guilty is the last concept in America. Yeah. Uh, the drummer in Nine Inch Nails is the one that wanted to nail Mama Gotti. Oh. <laughs> I he had, Mama Gotti. Now I'm with it. He's like, I want to, he's like, I want to drum on you with my Nine Inch Nail. Ooh. <laughs> uh, all right, Elsa, take me to my next one. I might be having you do the interview because I feel like I'm about to go get sick. Ooh, ooh. Uncle Bob says innocent until proven guilty is the last last concept in America. It's like that in South Africa <clears throat> as well. It's yeah. all over, all over. The justice system is a waste of time and See, money. but... <laughs> But then the question is, how do you fix that? Oh, you vote. Yeah, but it's not just voting. It's not they just voting anymore. They voted on the 1st of November yeah, in South Africa. I don't even know who won the election because it's no use. Everybody just lied. Same thing's happening. I don't waste my time. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you know they did it. All right, next question, Elsa. Go. It, what? Oh, question for my music. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see if we can find you one that you can get. <laughs> Uh, Weezer's 2014 album Everything Will Be Alright in the End was produced by what former Cars lead singer? We've got a lot of music boffins on the show. I know I'm sorry. Brian is brilliant, brilliant with music. So he's going to give us the answer. Yeah. Are you okay? Do you need a minute? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back in a minute. Can you entertain everybody for a minute? That way I don't get like anything on air. That's perfect. I will just give them some music trivia. Repeat the question, please. Okay, let me read it to you again. Weezer's 2014 album, Everything Will Be Alright in the End, was produced by what former Cars lead singer? Uh, I have no idea. I think Dr. Phil wouldn't think anyone was good enough. I also don't like Dr. Phil. 
Dr. Phil is one of the stories that they, or one of the shows that they showed a lot. It's not Steven Spielberg, but that's a brilliant answer. I don't even know he sings. <laughs> Does he sing? Isn't he a writer and a movie producer? Uh, do you guys want to answer? Is there anybody that can, that knows? I hope Brian is, oh, Brett, Brandon is okay. Literally was such, oh, let's, he is a producer. Literally, I was such an aspect. Then I got in the limo and said, this is going to be fun, but I'm not really that into, into you. He was like, that's fine. I don't think they care if you're into them or not. Oh, Brian is, I told you Brian is brilliant with music. That is the correct answer. Well done, Brian. Let me see if I can get you guys another one. In 1998, who won the MTV Best New Artist Award for Torn? This is an easy one. That's not even a difficult one. I think everybody will get that. Also, most men are. I'm just grateful Brandon took that away, <laughs> even me. <laughs> I got here and, and, and see that shame. It's not nice feeling like that. So you guys... Does anybody have the answer? You want me to read you the question again. In 1998, who won the MTV Best New Artist Award for Torn? And then you can tell me maybe what is your favorite meal or your favorite dish that you... Oh, nice one, Stuart. It's Natalie Imbruglio. What is your dish that you're looking forward to? MC Hammer was. Can touch us. But that's not the answer, Jeannie, but a good Good one, good one. What is your guys' favorite dish that you're waiting for to eat tomorrow that somebody in your family always makes? I'm just going to make pasta. We don't have any dishes. Stuffing. <laughs> is that your favorite, Jeannie? What is in stuffing? I don't know what is in stuffing that they stuff the, 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 the turkeys with. Do you stuff it with anything? Your heart desire? Or do you have specific ingredients that you guys put in there? I'm going to have pizza. Pizza works. Pizza with pineapple, Panda? Who eats pizza with pineapple? I hate pizza with pineapple. I hate, I, I'm not a big fan of pizza. Let's quickly see if we can get you another. Who recorded in 1988? Don't worry, be happy. Ooh, everybody should know that one. Stale bread and spices. <laughs> Jeannie is on a roll here today. Stale bread and spices. That's like normal dinner in South Africa. We don't have lots of money, so we take bread. Um, when you pour, you take bread, and then you put some sugar on it, and then you run it under the tap, and then you eat that as dessert. I'm just lying. <laughs> Dried bread and spices. Oh, is that the stuffing? Why would you put stale? What does the bread do then for the turkey? Stale bread. I think somebody must tell me what this is for because it just does not sound Eddie Money. It's not Eddie Money, Jeannie. It's not, but a good guess. Mama Gotti, you've got it right. It's Natalie Imbruglio for the other. Bobby McFerrin. Let's see if you are correct. You are correct. Stewart has got the number. Stewart's just good with us. Okay, so let's. What is the name of Kylie Minogue's younger sister who is also a chart success? 
Ooh. Who knows that one? I'm hoping to bowl you out so you don't know. I'm going to have some Weller bourbon tomorrow. Ooh. Mandy, I'm going to get uh, Marula tomorrow. I'll tell you guys on Discord because that is a South African drink. And then I'll show you guys what it looks like. Mandy was talking about it. It's very, very nice. It's like a creamy liqueur made of the marula fruit. It is amazing. I'll bring some with when I come to America. Oh, tomorrow is stuffing. My dad makes the best stuffing. So what's the stuffing for? Just realized how weird stale bread in a bird's butt is. <laughs> I have a show after you put things on like that, Jeannie. <laughs> that is so funny. Guys, please tell me what the stuffing is for. Why you guys stuff the turkey? Because that sounds a bit weird putting bread. There we go. Mandy's got the right answer. It is Danny. One eat wonder. Yes. There's a lot of one eat wonders. What is the one what is a one eat wonder song that you know about? Mine's that Chesney Hawks. I think he's only got one song. Um, one and only. It's the only one I know, or not the only one, one of them. In which year did Michael Jackson die? That's very dark. Which year did Michael Jackson die? What are you giving us here, Jaybert? What link? Does anybody wanna ask us a question you have not told me what you guys are uh, uncle bob said he's gone brian you are a superstar you are a superstar just hang on for a second guys i can't talk to myself i do this on a daily basis so let me just copy i'm sending it to you mr brian you can tell us more about the victor tango show hang on for a second we just get you into facebook send in the group i got you i'll send it to brian oh. um oh. I, I, I i'm not doing well uh i can imagine i can imagine i i'm i'm literally laying down on the floor next to the t computer and i just I i'm sorry guys i'm here no, but i'm not no. here um I told uh, i'll you send earlier, brian the link you you need to look after your body. You need to listen to your body. There's a reason you're feeling like that. So listen. Uh, just so you know, that's my guess too for the Michael Jackson when he passed away. Okay, is that our guess? Do you guys? That's my guess. Okay. You want me to give you another five minutes, or do you want the answer? I want the answer. The answer is 2009. So. It's quite a while ago. I didn't even realize that it was so long ago. 2009? Yes. Who covered wow. Elvis Presley's Suspicious Minds in 1986? Can you tell me why you guys stuff turkey with stale bread? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, trying to get no, no. Brian the link. I have sent it, I think. So, like, I'm <laughs> freezing cold. I have 
three layers on like a shirt, a hoodie and, and what have you? I just, I'm ice cold, not feeling well. And I want to be here with you guys. I just, I'm not no, contributing in a good way. Sucks, Brandon. Thank you guys. Stuart just comes out with the, that's the correct answer. And I like their rendition of it as well. It's a very good song. Pilgrims made us do it. Is that why you're stuffing the turkey? Bet Shop Boys is a very, very good uh, guess, Mandy. It's not right, but it's a very, very good guess. Let me give you another trivia. Trivia. Let's find another one. Which song from Ellie Golding's album, How Kyan Days, was co-written by Nate Ruiz, the frontman of Fun? I don't know that one. It's a difficult one. I, I don't know that one. I also don't know that one. I had to go and check the answer. I was like, really? <laughs> oh, this is um, oh my gosh. Um, I'm sorry. I faded fast no. here. No, you have to look after yourself. Um, you wanted to know about stuffing, right? Yes, yes. I want to know what the, the why you stuff a bird with that. What does it do to the meat? Is there a reason for it? All right, ready? Why do we stuff turkeys? The primary advantage to in-bird stuffing are that it's unbelievably moist and looks super Thanksgiving-y. But to be safe with the raw eggs in the stuffing, and the raw turkey touching it, you need to cook it on 160 degrees, 65 degrees Fahrenheit, which means the bird's going to have to cook to an even higher temperature. So you oh. cook it to make the bird even juicier. Well, I hope next year somebody's going to cook me turkey for, for Thanksgiving because I've never had Thanksgiving turkey. Uh, yeah, uh, that's what I'm drinking, buddy, right now. I got hot tea, I got uh, uh, water right here, I got lemon, I got honey. I just, I, it's been a very long few weeks, and I'm sure everybody understands that. And I just watched myself on air, just like you could see my eyes even look like they're, they're closing. Mm -hmm. I um, saw you didn't look well when, 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 when we started talking to each other just before the show. You could see it, you're not feeling well. So uh, now Glenn is here. Would you like to read his bio? I will bring him in and then I can help run the show in the background until Brian gets here. That is perfect. Glenn, take your time. So you just eat, Glenn. You're good. Take your time, my friend. I'm glad you're here, brother. Like, I'm not 100%, but I'm so glad you're here because you're going to bring an energy and amazingness that, that you always do. So thank you, Glenn. You guys will recognize our guest today because he has been on before. It's Glenn Rudden. If your mm -hmm. company's message isn't crystal clear, customers won't know how to interact with your company or refer business to your company if they don't happen to be your customers. I help companies find their unique selling proposition and points of differentiation so that they stand out in the marketplace when compared to their competition. Your company doesn't get a second chance to make a positive impression. Confused customers don't ask. They simply move on to the next choice in the marketplace. So let's get your company's message right. I've spent my career in sales and marketing, 
I specialize in messaging and branding. I will create the perfect message for your company, develop your company's unique selling proposition, train your team on how to deliver a great pitch for your company. Messaging is the key to, to all of your company's marketing and sales communication. I've developed and sold products to the biggest and most well-known customers in the USA. Walmart, Target, CVS, Walgreens, Disney, Universal Studios, the NBA, and the NBA. So that is quite some big names. We are very happy to have Glenn with us. I'm muted. I'm sorry. See, all right. Let me hit my buttons no, and I'll bring, <laughs> let's bring Glenn in because he will be able to bring the energy we need. Thank you guys so much for understanding. Glenn, I want to connect with you. I have some big things happening and I really was looking forward to talking to you today, but I need to lay down. I feel like I'm going to not be the best for you today. Hi, my name is Brandon. And over the past year, the Delay Cafe team and I have traveled across the U.S. researching this rapidly growing industry, CBD. What we have found throughout the industry were products that were inconsistent in dosage and used ingredients that weren't even lab tested. Products with chalky textures, bitter aftertaste, and worst of all, confusion among the CBD consumers. That's why we created Delight Cafe. A 15 milligram lab tested, all natural, water soluble hemp CBD powder pack. It's odorless, colorless, and tasteless. Add it to your favorite drink of choice wherever, whenever, on the go. Quickly find your calm, your balance, your delight when you Good morning, Lynn. How are you doing? Elsa, it's so great to see you. You know, I was so thrilled when... Um, when uh, when you invited me back on, I don't know. Someone uh, must have had Fernando. Uh, yeah, someone had an issue, and look, you know that that's a great opportunity for me. I'm thrilled, honestly, and uh, I, I didn't get the chance. I didn't think I'd get the chance to actually be, you know, talking to you and uh, Brandon, who I hope is not that under the weather uh, again so soon. But it's great to be here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How have you? What has happened in your life since the last time you've been on the show? Yeah. What have well, you done? well, interesting. Yeah, last time I was here, I think I actually remember talking about um, being in in the midst of redeveloping and redesigning my company's website, alwaysbeencreative.com. And just in the last, I'm going to say eight to ten days, we've now gone live with the new site. Definitely had to sweat out some stuff with um, email connectivity. I don't know, else if you've ever moved from one web provider to another. But when you do that, you go into this email black hole for some period of time. And, and the stuff that you're expected to get done is really way out there technical. And if you don't know what you're doing, and I kind of know what I'm doing, but this is really way beyond the, the normal stuff. Uh, but now I'm, I'm happy to say it is up. It's running. Really proud of it. Uh, my team that uh, that works on these did a, an outstanding job. Um, and so that's really exciting and new. Uh, and then uh, as well, had some great things going on with um, with the whole Clubhouse app also. Uh, nice. where, yeah, where one of the groups that I'm um, with has now formed 
um, this permanent room that we're in there every day called Fight for Your Business. So lots of good stuff going on. How about you? What's new since the last time I saw you? Oh, I'm moving to Ohio next year. year. Um, Brandon and them actually offered me a job. Um, So I'm flying in hopefully the first week of February. Um, So big things, big things happening on my side as well. Um, And Thanksgiving, what are you going to do for Thanksgiving? It went for for a myriad of reasons. It's just going to be a nice quiet down uh, day. I might actually do some some cooking today, pull out some of the old family recipes that uh, that have been passed down and make a couple of real um, fattening comfort dishes Mm -hmm. that uh, completely disregard cholesterol counts and and. uh, low sugar and any any of those things. Just really good, fun uh, holiday stuff that uh, that hopefully I'm going to get the chance feel feel up to it and and do that tomorrow morning. Are you happy to see your whole family? <laughs> yeah, well, listen, that, that's always a challenge uh, too. Um, but um, you know, for me, it, it's just it's all about for for me just being a lifelong resident here in the United States. It's hopefully just a time for everybody to just dial it back, take a breath and, and you know, I don't know, just, just find some peace for yourself. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, what are you thankful for? Well, me, listen, you know, uh, every day I get up and um, right after I meditate, I, um, I do some journaling and the particular one that I use has three spaces in it, which are three things that you pick to be grateful for. And so while some people ignore that all the time and just take everything for granted, else I don't. So simple things like I'm happy I'm opening my eyes and I can see you. Um, You know, I'm happy to have a roof over my head and a fridge where I can go and, and get food anytime I want, take a clean shower. I mean, you know, uh, these things More that just seem like a oh, big deal, you know, but every every time I do that, I feel really good. And an interesting, I, I read a really interesting article uh, yesterday that a woman did in the Washington Post. And she was saying that um, she had gotten to a point in her life where I don't know if she was getting uh, whiny or complaining. And, and her partner, her husband even pointed out, listen, you just don't seem yourself. And somehow she got introduced to this idea of, of journaling all through the day, anything that brings um, joy or comfort or happiness. So you, know, you could be walking outside and see a squirrel, you know, running across a branch or the lawn. Hey, you know, it's fun. You know, uh, you, know you could see a particular cloud formation in the sky. Um, you could just sit back in your chair and feel really comfortable for uh, for a moment. Whatever these things are to you, but each one of those, when you take the time to pull it out, you know, and recognize it, it releases some of these really good endorphins inside of you, right? And and it's got a really uplifting effect. So I'm thankful all the time, and that article uh, has made me even more thankful for you know, listen, just things like getting th- this opportunity. Uh, with uh, with Java Delight, you know, what out of the blue and so unexpected and what a gift. I'm so glad that you see it as a gift. We also like when 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 our guests just come back and 
give us the, the help and the little nuggets of information. Um, so starting off with that, you say on your bio that it's very important with the messaging to customers in creating customer. How do I say this now in my English? Um, I'm going to read you the part that, 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 that I can just say sure. it right. It says there, um, I help companies find their unique selling propositions and points of differentiation so that they stand out in the marketplace. How can companies let themselves stand out in the marketplace to do social media um, advertising and that kind of thing? Well, look, you know, you can, you can make noise in the marketplace, but if it's not positive noise for you and it's not generating traffic to your bricks and mortar store or to your website or to your Instagram uh, you know, accounts so that, you know, you can somehow do something with the followers, Ilsa, then just making noise is not really enough. And what I find is um, most, most companies now over the last six weeks, I think I've had um, probably about 25 one-on-one -on -one conversations with either clients or prospective clients. And during those discovery calls, we always take a look at their message, their elevator pitch, uh, you know, almost like a 40 point checkup, which is, you know, one of the things that I actually do. And I'm always amazed because when I look at the websites, I'm astonished that they're able to do any business at all because they've made it so difficult to understand what they're even trying to do. Now, what you were speaking about is differentiation. So differentiation is really looking at who are the top competitors in the marketplace and what do they do to try and stand out versus their competitors? And the best example for me always, hi, Brian. Nice to meet you. Um, How are you doing, Glenn? I'm doing great. Best example. Brian's my hero today. He is. Brian's my hero today. He's helping me out. <laughs> okay. Love that. Um, the, the best example of differentiation, at least in this country, and I think probably where you are, you're in which country again, Ilse? I'm in South Africa. South Africa, of course. So here in the U.S., the, the mass market burger wars have traditionally and still are McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. Between the three of these behemoths, you're probably talking about almost 60,000 restaurants uh, around the world, maybe even more. I, I've, I've kind of lost track. And the way that Burger King has always chosen to differentiate itself, forgetting uh, marketing campaigns and different promotions and, and products that they've pushed. But the number one way they've always differentiated themselves is flame broiled. McDonald's and Wendy's make their burgers on a big old fashioned flat top grill where the burger sits there and it kind of cooks in its own grease and nothing wrong with that. That's what burgers are. But Burger King decided, hey, we want to be different and we're going to use flame broil. We're going to make your burger on the kind of grill you would have in your backyard, a charcoal grill. It's going to taste different than Wendy's and McDonald's. That is a key point of differentiation. And over the last 50 years, Burger King has come and gone with all different marketing campaigns, 
But one thing that you will always see either hovering in the background or up front is flame broiled taste. That's their point of differentiation. So I ask clients to look at who are the competitors in your landscape and what can you do now that differentiates you, that's different in the service you provide, uh, in the products that you have, in the way you deliver them, in the speed that you do it. How can you be different so that when people come upon you and they say, oh, oh, I'm in the market for that already, but that's a different thing in this market, maybe it's worth looking into. How much, uh, how much do you attribute a company's success to their, to their advertising campaign? Because I remember when Wendy's came out with the, the little old lady that, you know, where's the beef? That just really blew them up. Yeah. Well, listen, those, those Brian, it's a great question. Those mm-hmm. kinds of campaigns, when they're really super successful, they have a tendency to bring in some of the non-traditional people who haven't actually thought about the product. And so it does give companies like Wendy's when they've got a successful ad like that, a little bit of a bump in sales. And the hope is that when some of those new people come in and try it, they like it and they'll stay with it. And so when someone really endeavors to find some new consumers, let's say it's a small company that's gonna blow the budget on the Super Bowl every year, right? We always hear these million dollars for 30 second commercials, right? They are looking to find people who don't know them, create some trial and hope that when they do that trial, they can create some stickiness and actually build their base of customers. So the advertising is really important for reaching new people. But I think, you know, here's a a great example of that, right? Um, Brian, where are you based? Texas. Everywhere. In Texas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you're in a, are you in a, in a truck? Yes. I am. How amazing is that? Wow. Wow. Really cool. So you're in Texas. Is that where you're based? I, I live in Texas at the moment. I'm actually in Oregon. In Oregon. Wow. 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 Super cool. Um, so, you know, the phone companies always have their crazy, you know, promotions, Verizon and uh, AT&T. And I guess, you know, Sprint now is Sprint and uh, T-Mobile, I guess it is really, are the top three. And you'll notice that anytime they do one of these big time promotions, we're going to get you a new phone. We got this great new unlimited plan, but it's not for existing users, right? They don't care about us. They already have us. And so those campaigns are designed to create some trial for some new folks who aren't in the family already. And hopefully the cell service is okay and the experience is good and they do get the phone that they promised and all that. And maybe they create some new traffic there. So the advertising is good, but let's face it, you know, um, you know, if I said to you, uh, you know, what is your favorite brand of beer? I don't know. Let's, let's look at that one. I don't even know if you drink beer. I don't drink a whole lot. If I go out to a restaurant, I'll get a Corona. But if I asked you, what's your favorite brand of beer? What would your answer be? Probably Corona. (laughs) Probably Corona. Right. So if Budweiser uh, or Mondello or one of these other uh, brands or Heineken did some great promotion, you might say, hey, that sounds good. I'll go in and try one. You know, next time I'm at the bar, that was a cool ad. I'll try one. Maybe I'll try to be cool tonight, you know, based on the ad and that experience. 
But if you don't really like the taste, you're just going to go back to the Corona that you had before, right? So the yeah, advertising is important. Uh, you know, it keeps everybody knowing that you're still in the game. But in terms of bringing new people, it's going to create some trial. And hopefully you've got systems behind that trial that will keep them there. So it is important. It is important. But it's not the number one thing that you need to do if you've got a good business already. I want to ask, uh, we, are, we are busy with expanding the light's name and getting it out there and trying to do marketing and that kind of thing. If you have to give us advice after watching um, um, Brandon's uh, um, ad and all he, that. He is, he is forgettable, yes. isn't he, after all? <laughs> no, he's not. He's <laughs> not. It's, I, it, it's me. <laughs> it's my brain. If you have to give us advice, on how to approach coffee houses and that kind of thing. What kind of advice can you give a company like us? Well, see, for me, the big challenge in CBD is the, is the trust factor. To me, that's number one. Where we all hear about CBD and we all hear, you know, we're listening, we're hearing these amazing claims about what it does. And I know, Elsa, you know, you, I don't think you're somebody who would deceive me, feel like we've had some interactions with each other now, and you wouldn't tell me something was great if it wasn't, or Brian, I'm getting to meet you, if you told me that you're a big fan now, and, and uh, Elsa and Brandon uh, got you to, to love uh, um, Java Delight, and it was working for you, okay, so now I'm, I'm kind of getting on board, I'm moving over to your side of it. But for the rest of us who don't have a Brandon or an Ilsa or Brian that are really close to us, the people who are literally preaching about the great benefits of this product are somewhat distant from us, right? We don't really know them. So we need to figure out ways to create trust because it's after that trust, when people trust you, when they get to know you, that they get to like you, then they're willing to think about transacting business and actually exchanging dollars with you. Now, I know it's not an inexpensive thing to do, but I don't know how expensive a thing it is to do for your particular product. But in my judgment, I think trial is going to be the number one thing. I think people need to have this product and I think they need to have it for whatever period of time you would say will create the positive experience that you're telling me about, that Brian's telling me about, that Brandon's telling me about. Because when I start to feel that, now I start to say, you know what? I thought I could trust Elsa. Elsa, I thought I could trust Brandon and I thought I could trust Brian. Now I've tried the product. They said it would do A, B, C. I'm having the A, B, C effect. So now, I'm on board. Now I'm willing to be a customer. And now even more important than that, I'm willing to stake my reputation on telling Lisa, you know, in my, in my home or my best friend uh, down the street or my kids or my family members. Hey, I was really skeptical about this. I'm not a paid endorser. I am now a loyal user. I tried this product for, I don't know what the right time frame is. And I got the same effect that Ilsa and Brian and Brandon said that I would. 
And so I want to buy you a supply of this so that over the course of a week or 10 days, whatever it is, you feel this effect and you're happy with it because I think you will be. And for me, that's how you build a brand like Java Delight, which is based on something where, you know, you know, you can't really make these these claims because it's not an FDA approved product. Um, but yet we know that there are great properties and great results that come from using this. D does that resonate with you, Ilsa and Brian? Absolutely. So I don't know how expensive it is to give somebody, uh, you know, a week's supply enough to put in your, you know, in your, you know, in your coffee drink every day, if that's enough to do it, if that's enough to get the halo effect of this and feel some of the feel good. But if it is, then what you have to do is look at it and say, okay, it's going to cost me five bucks to get Glenn really on board where he's, he's not just trying it once and saying, I don't know, he's doing it the way we need him to do it. He's feeling the effect. So if that $5 for me now becomes $300, because I'm going to start using that every day, that's the best $5 that Java Delight ever spent. Because every five that comes trespack as 300 is an incredible, incredible opportunity, right? So we, we, we've got, uh, sorry, Brian, um, we, we, we have got an email because we need to make contact with our customers as an email. How will, how will a, a, a bet, better, or, or how will you construct the email? Or what, what is the first points that you put in there to pull someone's attention for them to go further and look at the product and, and, and uh, take in the, 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 the knowledge to, to buy the product? Well, Especially I, I, if you've got an email and you're only making contact with that, that's your first point of contact. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I think in this particular case, I think email is tough um, because number one of all the other noise in, in the market and all the emails that we get besieged with, I see, you know, Brian shaking his head. Yeah. You know, listen, um, even by, by accident now, I don't even know, you know, it, it used to be, um, you opted in to an email list and then you got it and, you know, you started seeing it every month. And you're like, why did I ever sign up for that? Seems like now I'm getting more emails than ever that I never signed up for. And I know a lot of those are phishing things where they've gotten a piece of information about me off the Internet um, or uh, there are companies that are just buying lists that somehow I'm on through American Express or one of my other banking cards or things like that. So there's a lot of noise. And what you have to understand, Elsa, is that the last thing in the world we want to be is sold in an email, right? It's cold. We don't know who you are. And, you know, we're already annoyed at all the emails we're getting. And now I'm getting one that's trying to sell me something that I'm probably a little bit skeptical about in the first place. So that's a real, that's a real challenge to me. And so I think if you were going to start doing emails, I don't know, I'm going to ask in a second where the list, you know, is, is derived from, because that's really important. But I would say the number one thing that I would be doing if I uh, were you and Brandon and Brian, I don't know how involved you are uh, with Java also, is purely 
educational, purely educational and somewhat testimonial. That's it. I wouldn't be selling. I would be finding the top five or 10 things that you think Java Delight will help people with. And I would just let people know that. And then I would attach real names and, and people who can actually be reached out to uh, as testimonials um, who would say something good about the product and writing. And then, of course, you know, you've got Instagram, too, where you can do that and Facebook and things like that. But I really think you need to see real people and you just need to hear testimonial and not selling. I think that the sales of the product are are way down the road past all of this education where you're going to teach us about how this product works, what it does, why it's effective, how long it's been around and why you can trust it. So what is the best way to get that education out there? Well, um, my first question is how many current customers does Java Delight have on an email list, on an Instagram list, or in a Facebook group? How many? Are there Are there 100? Are there 500 or 1,000? Are there thousands, right? Um, I would use those people as my loyal, I don't like to use war terms, but my loyal foot soldiers, because they're, listen, I, like I said, you know, Ilsa seems like a really nice woman. This is now the second time I'm meeting her and we've had one or two exchanges, I think on LinkedIn or whatnot. Brian, you seem like a really rock solid guy. Don't really know you well. And Brandon seems like a great guy too. But if, if I'm, if, if I'm, well, let's use you, Brian, for a second. Um, have you been using this product for a long time? I have. Okay. How long? About six months now. And what would you say about this product? What, 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 how, what's it doing for you and how is it changing your life? The biggest difference I notice for me is, uh, you know, I am a, a veteran. I've been diagnosed with PTSD and, you know, a big part of PTSD is, you know, you have anger issues, temper problems. And obviously with the job that I do, I deal with a lot of, uh, a lot of people every day that are not driving the way they should. So, right. you know, uh, I, one of the first things I noticed probably a week into taking this is my road rage pretty much went away. Wow. And, you know, that, that was a huge thing for me. And, uh, and then there was a, there was about a month where I, I literally, I just, I did not get home to get the product that was in the mail. And so I didn't have it. And I noticed that that road rage was coming back. Wow. So wow. it, it really does. Uh, we've also got a show Victor Tango on this, on this channel. It's a veteran show. Uh, one of my Marine Corps brothers is the host of that. He started doing it and he, he's got pretty much the same testimony. You know, he's, if he's in a crowded place, starts feeling that anxiety, then he can, he'll, he'll take some of the cafe delight and 
it's it's very calming for him. Okay. The thing I like about it is you don't, you know, it's not like a drug where you take it and then you feel an effect afterwards. I mean, you you really there is no nothing no like side that effects. to it. Right. No, no high, no side effects. Just the the, the calming properties of the CBD. Okay, so so now imagine, right? Um, uh, first of all, thank you so much for your service, Brian. You know, th this country owes guys like you so, so, so much. And we don't give you nearly, nearly, nearly enough. So, uh, you know, what I can say right here is thank you for doing what you did when you did it. And we are lucky to have guys and women like you all over this country. So thank you for that, especially going here into uh, Thanksgiving. I really, really appreciate you and what you did and how you sacrificed for uh, for this country. So thank you. You're welcome. So if we if we were able to roll the tape back, which we will be able to do, can you imagine what a powerful testimony Brian just had? Now this is not a paid actor, but this is a really smart guy who's got tremendous common sense, um, and and he's as real. And I mean that in the most positive way I possibly can, Brian, like a real, um, a real um, American hero. And as as plain and simple as you could say it, just think about how you just provided an incredible testimonial for this product. So any veteran that is listening or that we can get in contact with through all different kinds of groups where potentially Java Delight could be a sponsor, um, all of a sudden there could be a tremendous marketing angle. Not that we're trying to take advantage of um, ex-military people whatsoever, quite the contrary. We found something that we think can really help you. And we've got multiple veterans who are willing to go on the record and say, hey, this isn't some BS. This is something that really works for me. And I've really seen it in my life situation where it's actually making a difference for me. And if it's making a difference for me and what I do, I think it can make a difference for you. Now that's really, really powerful stuff. So if you just looked at this particular effect, a feature and a benefit of Java Delight and just the market of military people, that's a massive market, right? What if what if we started to navigate um, the whole on base military store um, set of businesses? Right. Because the Marines have that. The Army has that. Uh, they all do. Uh, you know, that whole on base store system. And what if I, you know, I'm, I don't know if CBD is allowed to be sold there or not. I'm not sure. But just think about what an unbelievable angle. That is right off the bat, a really unique niche of customers and a really incredible benefit to using this product. That right there is marketing gold right off the bat, right off the bat. So if we can find two or three other verticals like veterans, um, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, would this help uh, teachers? who are having all kinds of issues, you know, in school with kids and, and COVID stress. I don't know. Uh, could we find um, nurses who are really super stressed if this isn't something that has a drowsy side effect or doesn't bother them? So 
what you start seeing now are really unique verticals where somebody can talk about how this is helping them, not just in a very general term. Oh, you know, it just does make me feel better. What Brian has identified here is an incredible after the fact, this is what happens after I've used it. I feel better. It's reduced my, my road rage and some of the anger that I was feeling when I'm out in this really difficult job that I do. Can you imagine if it works for me under the stressful conditions I'm under, how it's going to work for you? Because your stress level can't be nearly as high as mine. I'm on these interstates all day long with these jabonis that don't know how to drive, right? How's it <laughs> Perfectly said. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So to me, that's what it's all about. I, I don't know um, other than to existing customers to create an awareness campaign where um, in an effort to share the joy and the benefits of Java Delight, you have an email campaign where right now, um, if, if you sign up for this campaign with your next order, we're going to send you three, you know, kits and what three um, trial kits. And the only thing we need from you for those trial kits is an email name to match who you're intending to give that trial kit to. So now with my next order, I get, let's say, you know, um, 21 samples. I don't know if that's the right number. Ilse, you'd have to discuss that with me or Brandon. You or can go with that for now. And now you're glad to say, oh, great. Um, I'm going to recommend that to Mark. Here's his email address. And Josh, here's his email address. And Lisa, here's her email address. And I'm on the honor system that I'm not going to use those myself. But if I really am truly a genuine user like Brian is, who really loves the product or like you else, then I really do want my friends to try this because I want them to experience the same thing. And isn't that how we all are as people, right? We have something going on that's good for us. Isn't the first thing we want to do the next time we get on a phone call? Hey, you got to try this. Hey, I tried this restaurant. Hey, you know, this repair station did a great job on my car. Oh, you know, I, I unfortunately had to go to the doctor. If you ever had this issue, use this person. You know, this, this lawyer was great, handled my lawsuit unbelievably well. That's who you want to go to. So if we create this opportunity for people to be able to tell a friend about it and say, I've got a free set of samples for you to try it. I just need to give them your email address so they can follow up with you and see if you have any questions about it. There's no high pressure selling or anything. Look, you know, that's a campaign that can easily be trialed. And then you can start to tweak it to see how it works best. Maybe start out with one, find a friend, and then you can get into, you know, deeper campaigns, find a second, find a third. And maybe if that person does start buying it, you then offer me some kind of incentive for doing that for you. I don't know. Maybe I get 20% off my next order for them doing that. I mean, there's a lot of tentacles to all this, Ilsa, but that's basically a masterclass in a direct mail marketing campaign that could really grow Java Delight exponentially. And that is what we want ultimately is to grow the channel and grow the product and everything because we all believe in that. Um, and I actually had a conversation with Brandon um, just before the show and I asked him because it, I, I, I know someone that got fired because they 
tested, um, get drug tested before they go on sites and everything, and they're not allowed to use CBD. And this product also doesn't show up in one of those those tests, which is another another good selling point. Well, and, and especially I, for I, truck drivers, because I, I, Brian, uh, you guys aren't allowed to test positive for 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 cannabis when you drive. Hey, you can lose your job. Right, I get drug tested very frequently, and uh, there is, you know, the there's very little THC in this product. I mean, it's mm. the point zero three or whatever the the legal limit is. So, you know, I've never never had an issue since I've been taking it. That's awesome. That's also awesome. so, that's another good selling point. Sorry, so that so that so that's a great feature, right? That's a feature and a benefit. Feature is we've got a very low level of is it THC? Is that what you what? Mm. Yeah, right. we've got a very low level of THC. Benefit, you don't have to worry about this messing up a potential drug test result for you. So that's a great feature and a benefit. I, you know, I'm not looking at your packaging. But that is certainly something that you should be touting in, you know, people who looking who, who are looking for that, because there may be a whole lot of customers out there who can't or won't take it just for that reason. I mean, I would mm -hmm. imagine that, you know, Brian, you probably know a lot of um, truck drivers or you could relate to other guys that are long haulers that would be afraid to try something like this just because they probably believe wrongful, wrongfully so that any CBD type product is going to potentially screw up a drug test for them and, and mm. curtail the way that they make a living. So what a great feature and benefit in this particular vertical, again, long haul drivers. So that's another one, right? Long haul drivers. Um, uh, and they don't all necessarily have to be ex mil, you know, ex military people, but I think probably, I think probably a side effect of all that long haul driving is you just get to see so many bad drivers. It just angers you all day long. And if this levels off that anger, there's another great vertical to be able to market to. And I'm sure, I'm sure that at places like Truck Stops of America and places like that, you will see CBD product, but I don't know how much CBD yeah. product you will see that says, hey, this one is not going to fail you on your next drug test. That's a great thing to have on your point of sale advertising and right on the packaging designed specifically to talk to guys like Brian. Yeah, a lot of the truck stops do carry, you know, there, there's so many different forms of CBD and sure. uh, the ones that they sell in the truck stops, they, they don't, they're, they're similar to ours as far as the fact they don't have THC in them. So, okay. Uh, look, I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that's a, that's the only route that uh, that you can go, but I think it's certainly, um, again, one of the mysteries about the product that we just we just hear uh, THC. And, you know, we normally assume that, you know, we're we're in you know, the next thing, you know, we're going to be, you know, part of a Cheech and Chong, you know, <laughs> comedy routine from the late 60s and early 70s, you know. Hey man, you know that guy. Kind of <laughs> hey man, oh hi. <laughs> uh, on your on your bio, I read you talk about an elevator pitch. Can you tell us what an elevator pitch is and how and and what a good elevator pitch is? Sure, sure. Love that. Uh, great question, and th thanks for uh, for looking at that. So, 
the the elevator pitch as as it's classically called and and it's called the elevator pitch because the the idea is from a symbolism standpoint if you happen to step on an elevator with somebody else and you wanted to briefly tell them something about yourself or your business or your product or your company the the ride is generally generally around 30 seconds or so and so in those 30 seconds, what kind of story could you tell somebody so that they would be interested in hearing more of your story? So it's generally around 25 to 35 seconds. Sometimes it could be a little bit longer. If you're really good at it, it could be a little bit shorter, but it's a short story that you prepare ahead of time that will give people a quick taste, a quick rundown of what you or your company is about so that they will lean in, be interested, and want to hear more. That's all it was ever designed to be. And people have a tendency to complicate the daylights out of it, Ilsa, by not being prepared. That's number one. And when you're not prepared, you have a tendency to ramble on talk nonsensically, not get the right information out about your product. And instead of gaining a customer, you just tend to confuse someone or basically chase them away. And so the best example um, of, of the symbolism of what a pitch is supposed to be, if you go to the, the local shopping mall where, where you shop maybe before COVID or since COVID, whatever, very often you'll you'll walk past the the food court area and very often there's a company that is giving out samples might be samples of a drink it might be samples of a cinnamon bun it might be samples of a pretzel but one thing is for sure whatever they're sampling they give you just a little taste of it so that your taste buds can taste it it provides some quick satisfaction, a quick hit of dopamine for your brain. And it says to you, wow, that was really good. And now when I'm really hungry, I might come back and get the rest. But at least now I know what, what it tastes like. Well, an elevator pitch, if you'll think of it as the same way, we just want to give somebody enough of a taste so that they want to hear more later. So that they'll say, hey, Brian, that was really interesting. Hey, Ilsa, I liked what you said about that. I didn't understand the whole thing, but can you and I get together after the meeting? Or can you and I set up a Zoom call? Or you can, can you and I get on a phone call? Can Brian and I, can we, can we talk next chance you get a break? And I want to hear a little bit more about that business, about that idea, about that product, about that Java Delight so that you can fill me in on the details and give me a little bit more of a success story and why it might be something that I want. But the elevator pitch is really succinct, short, and to the point. And you also need to know who the audience is that you're speaking to. And so I'll, I'll give this quick example and then I'll throw it back to the two of you. So if I was a real estate agent and I was doing my elevator pitch, and I was going to be going to a convention with other real estate agents, I wouldn't necessarily go trying to convince them to buy a property in my local neighborhood. That wouldn't be the right pitch. 
Now, I might have a motivational speech about how to be a better real estate salesperson. I might have a book out that talks about my history in selling real estate, something like that. Now, if I'm that same real estate agent and I'm going to a convention with first time home buyers, my pitch is going to be completely different than what it was to the other real estate agents. First time home buyers don't want to know about my book. First time home buyers don't want to know why I'm an inspirational seller. First time home buyers want to know why is this the right time to buy a house? What's the right market to buy a house in? Can I afford to buy a house? And so my elevator pitch would be prepared and would contain things like that that would say to somebody, wow, this is a guy who really understands first time home buyers. I think I want to have a conversation with him about buying my first home. So does that all make sense? Absolutely. Well, you're muted. Else. Sorry. It, 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 makes, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but how do you know that you're using the right pitch? Especially for, 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 for a company like us, having that 30 seconds, do you just start right off the bat and say, listen, yeah, this is, or do you do promotions like standing in shops and promoting to companies? Okay. Okay. So I think when you're talking in terms of elevator pitch specifically for Java Delight, then in, in my judgment, if I were coaching you, if I were your consultant, what I would be telling you to look for are um, facts that you could get out of the marketplace or a question that you could pose in your elevator pitch that would get listeners attention and would create um, a, an interaction so that you know that you're resonating. So here's an example. We found that 80% of the drivers who, who spend 40 hours a week or more driving, that Java Delight, let me back up. We found that 80% that of the drivers that we're in contact with suffer from road rage. If you're one of those drivers, we have a product that helps level that road rage out. You should think about taking a sample trial of Java Delight because we are almost positive that after a week, you are going to notice a difference in your level of road rage than you did before you were taking the product. So to me, you're identifying an issue. Do you suffer from road rage? Well, I don't know what percentage of the population does, but I'm sure if I did a quick Google search, how many people suffer from road rage, we'd get a number. So instead of a question, we can come on and we could say 60% of the drivers in the US in the US market suffer from road rage. One of the key benefits of taking our product is that it virtually eliminates road rage within the first week of having a Java Delight drink every day. So if road rage is an issue that's plaguing you, we hope you'll try our product because we're virtually assured you're going to see a difference in your level of rage versus what it was before. So I've identified a problem that, listen, 
maybe if I was in a, in a networking meeting and you were there, Ilsa, and I was there with Brian, maybe Brian wouldn't raise his hand and say, oh, oh, that's me. I have road rage. I'm angry all the time in the car. But, but if you made that point after the meeting, he, there's a really good chance that if you gave him your business card or a way to get in touch with you, or he was able to approach you after the meeting, hey, say, Ilse, you know what? I, I didn't want to say something in front of everybody else because I'm a little embarrassed about my road rage. I know it's an issue, but it sounds like your product might really help me. Can you tell me more about it? That's what we're looking for as a result of that elevator pitch. So we find different things. Road rage is one we've been speaking about because we've got uh, Brian who's been, who's been generous enough to share that this is his experience. But what are the other two or three things that we could identify that Java Delight would work on, right? What are PTSD, those things? PTSD, anxiety, ADHD. So okay. There's, quite, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. Right. That and, we, and the thing is, us, we don't need a lot because if we said, uh, again, if I did a really quick Google search, I don't want to do it here because I don't want to mess up. We've got a good, a good signal and everything. <laughs> but if I did a Google search and I said, how many people suffer from anxiety in the United States? You're going to get a lot. You're, a lot. You're, but uh, you're going to get articles that actually break that down and tell us. And so let's say they come back and they say it's been identified that 80% of Americans, you know, suffer, um, you know, with anxiety. So my elevator pitch then becomes 80% of the population in the United States suffers from some form of anxiety. But there's good news. We have a, uh, you know, a, a non-prescription non-habit forming, over-the-counter, easy-to-handle solution called Java Delight. You, simple, you simply sprinkle some of our powder in your drink every morning, and you will find that your level of anxiety is dropping by a meaningful amount, and we will stand by it. If you buy our product and within a week's time, you don't see a change in your anxiety level, get in touch with us. We'll take the product back. No questions asked. That's really powerful stuff. That's really powerful right. stuff. That's how you get, that's how people believe that you're telling them the truth because you're willing to stand by it and take back the money, give them back a refund. If it doesn't work for them, you've got nothing to lose other than your anxiety. I've done your whole I campaign for you. We're, we're not even at an hour yet. <laughs> there you go. We appreciate that so much. He says 50% aggressive driving, fatal motor vehicle crashes by AAA Foundation for Traffic and Safety. That is okay. some, some, some so right. Nice so that's thing. It. Yeah, so that's interesting, Jaybird. I guess what we're really looking for is how many road rage incidents are, you know, happen you know, in the U.S. every uh, every day or, um, you know, what what percentage of drivers uh, say that they've been involved in a road rage incident uh, today, if we wanted to use that one. Right. So this is completely off topic. Um, what are you going to do to stay stabilized after you've seen your whole family on, on the holidays? 
What well, do you do to just 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 focus your mind back to your work and not that 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 all that jazz that comes with it? Well, listen, I, I'm I'm lucky because I'm a really healthy guy. I work out really hard pretty much every day. Um, I meditate every day. I think my current streak uh, is up to 457 straight days of, uh, of meditation, which makes a huge difference wow. in the way I wow. start. Day. Yeah. I recommend that highly for, uh, for, for everybody. Uh, and then um, I, I can reach around here and pull out one of my guitars. I'm not a great guitar player, but I try to play the guitar every night. And I can't tell you, um, it's almost like a different form <clears throat> of, uh, of meditation that, again, just completely levels off anything that I'm feeling because it, it requires, just like the meditation, a level of concentration that takes your mind off of road rage, bad relatives, uh, inedible food, uh, traffic jams, uh, you know, going uh, back and forth to uh, places, waiting on ridiculous lines to buy your stuff. Black Friday, you know, pressure, all the stuff that, you know, Brian's shaking his head. He knows what I'm talking about. I think you do also. Else. So it's finding those things that are outside of business that you know will actually work for you. And, and for me, I'm lucky. I've been a lifelong exercise person. I only got introduced to the meditation probably about a year or two ago. Um, sorry, with the 457, probably about three years ago. Um, and I've been endeavoring to be this guitar player now you know, for probably about, you know, five or six years. Um, all three of those are tremendous outlets for me. I think people need outlets. When you don't have outlets, that's when the steam really builds up. That's true. You have a question, Brian? I'm curious what kind of music you play. Well, so I'm, I'm 62 and... Um, you don't look 62, by the way. I appreciate that. Much in the meditation. <laughs> I, am, I am your, I appreciate that else very much. I, I am your, your classic rock nut. Uh, first and foremost, every Beatle thing you could possibly think of. Um, but, uh, you know, Stones and Credence and the Eagles. And, you know, how about, how about you, Brian? What uh, What's going to be on the... Uh, on the stereo there uh, on your next ride here. What are we going to be hearing? You know, I like all kinds of stuff. Um, I think I've got a little blacktop mojo in there right now. Blacktop uh, mojo. What is that? Oh, if you've never heard him, you got to check him out. They're a band out of Texas. They're, uh, they're hard rock. They're kind of, kind of old school, you know, go back to, all late 80s type of hard rock okay. the vocalist is just he's got an insane vocal range the band is incredibly talented and wow. uh, yeah you'd like him Do i highly recommend mm, no you're thinking of uh shaman's harvest oh it's okay sorry sorry it's that one yeah blacktop mojo um they they've got they've got a lot of videos out on youtube um Probably my favorite song from them is a song called Prodigal. Prodigal. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's so a now, good... Uh, right. So so now think about this. In turn, and I want to come back to you also. I want to hear who your, your musical, uh, where your musical taste is. But think about this. So Blacktop Mojo doesn't know Brian. And I'm going to assume Brian doesn't know them. He's just somebody who, who's a fan of the music. 
right? But he's sampled it for a long time. It moves him in good ways. And he's willing, without being paid, to, on camera, for you and I and for everybody that's watching, provide an endorsement. So now, based on the fact that I know him and I trust him and I like him, he seems like a great guy, as soon as I get back to you know, where I can go on the internet, do a quick search, I'm going to look for them and they are going to be the benefactor of a testimonial from somebody who likes their music, doesn't get paid to talk about it. And so that's what we're looking for on Java Delight. Just as I, I just wanted to bring that back. It's just a great example of that, right? And look, you know, the Beatles have never paid me a nickel. I've certainly given them plenty of money for every, <laughs> you know, every different version of, uh, you know, Sergeant Pepper's, hey, you know, <laughs> backwards and forwards and in the shower and behind the scenes and all the rest of it. Um, and, and yet here I am still to this day promoting the daylights out of McCartney and Lennon and, and Harrison and Ringo Starr. Love those guys. Love them. Really do. My music is a little bit heavier because um, I do the Stone we, We've got the podcast Stone Daisies where we interview inter uh, uh, national or, or South African uh, metal bands. So it's like death metal and that. So I listen to a lot of that. But some of my favorite bands is In This Moment, Motionless in wi uh, White, um, Hell Yeah. So that's my kind of music. It's a bit hectic. Yeah, yeah, that's what I listen to. Love I just that. want to say, I just want to say thank you so much for 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 helping us out and coming on the show today, and all the help you've given us. I think all the salespeople that watched on 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 how to sell our product because that is mainly what our focus is to sell the product to to our viewers and everybody because it works. So your 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 information that you've given us has helped us a lot, and I really really appreciate it. And you know how we sh we we end off the show. So um, I will give my snippet of advice or whatever, and then Brian can go, and then you can go next, and then we can end off the pre-Thanksgiving show because tonight it's the watch the Tango Victor Tango and Eight show tonight. So there's a lot of things happening yeah. on the on the channel. You guys must check out, and then saying thank you so much for our viewers, and then Glenn and Brian, thank you so much for helping me out today. You're my hero. No problem. Awesome, you guys. Let's have an amazing day. I will go first, and then Brian, and then you, Glenn. Awesome. Let me just move. Hi, guys. It's hump day. We now, unfortunately, I forgot to read you the, the, the letter for the CBD, but I'll read you two letters next week. Um, we will just want to say, Brandon, we hope you're feeling better. Look after yourself. Um, and then I'm just going to read um, two cards that I got today. It says, love and respect your loved one's opinions, but remain grounded in your own truth. You are both wise and beautiful souls. Everyone has a piece of the truth. Every experience, regardless of whether you perceive it as good or bad, comes with a gift attached. Yet sometimes the gift is only revealed with the passing of time. Trust, all as is as it should be. When you guys are traveling to your family for Thanksgiving and going through rough times, just remember we're here. Reach out. The community is here for you. We see you on Discord and have an amazing Wednesday.
Bye. I'm going to keep it short and sweet and just tell everyone to have an amazing Thanksgiving holiday with their families. Appreciate your families if you have family. And uh, if you are traveling, just stay safe. You know, don't uh, don't ever let your guard down because you never know what the, the guy next to you is going to do. So just stay safe. And if you haven't joined the Discord, join the Discord. I believe there's going to be some games on there tomorrow night. And Saturday we will have a movie day. So everyone have a great Thanksgiving weekend and stay safe. Wow. Wow, really good stuff. So, uh, Ilse, thank you. And, and Brian, it has absolutely been a privilege to to be on this show, Java Delight, with you two uh, here again. I'm really sorry that, that Brandon is under the weather. I certainly hope he has a speedy recovery. Um, I, I'll leave you with this. I, I did a post this week on, on LinkedIn. I had a beautiful photo uh, that I was able to take over the summer. And it was a bunch of dark clouds and just as I was looking up, a little ray of sunshine started to pop through uh, one of those clouds, the silver lining. We all have dark clouds in our lives all the time if we want to. But we also all have silver linings out there as well. So it's a question of looking for them, of recognizing them, and finding them, and moving toward them and away from the dark clouds that you can leave behind you. So on this eve of Thanksgiving, I hope all of you are reaching out there for the silver linings that you have available to you. And I hope that you have a safe and happy uh, holiday, travel safe, be safe. And again, it's been a pleasure. Happy Thanksgiving and for around the world, happy Wednesday. Hope you make the most of it. Thank you. Thank you again, guys. You must have a wonderful Wednesday, Glenn. Thank you so much again. Brian, see you on the flip side. See Thank you, you so much. Just, Great to meet you. Do this. This, is my, this is my first ending, so I'm hoping I'm doing it right. Let's see <laughs> if you do the right video. Yeah. Trial and error, boys. Trial and error. Yeah. Beautiful. Bye -bye. Brian, Brian, great pleasure. Thank you, sir. Thank you again. Else. Nice meeting you, Glenn. Bye, Terrific. Baby. Thanks bye, again bye. for and you can have bye, me guys. back bye, anytime. Anytime. Thank you. You're welcome anytime. Okay. You're welcome anytime. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. In in in